Okay, so I mentioned in the previous episode, uh, Gobekli Tepe, the big giant spanner in the works when it comes to our ancient past and what we thought we knew and what we know now and all that jazz. Okay, it was discovered in 1994. Okay, 26 years we've known about this place. But if you Google what was the oldest civilization, if you Google when was farming first created, if you Google what, what's the oldest cities, where do people come from, Pretty much regardless of what you Google, the internet's going to throw up, you know, three, 4,000 BC, 5,000 years ago, 6,000 years ago. They're the ballpark figures that you're going to get. Even though we know for an absolute certainty Gobekli Tepe is 11,700 years old. Sorry, let me rephrase that. We know that Gobekli Tepe is at least 11,700 years. Call it 12 for short. Okay, we fucking know this. Is there some sort of internet lag that I'm not aware of that has a 26-year delay in updating all this stuff? And the, the thing I don't think I hammered home quite enough the last time, which I'm, trying to go, which I'm going to try and get across here, is if we are so incredibly wrong about how old our species' civilization is, what the fuck else are we so wrong about? And this is even weirder because we know Gobekli Tepe is that old. We've known it for 26 fucking years. So what about all the things that we haven't actually discovered or figured out yet? And we're just basing it on what people said when they first discovered it 20, 50 or 100 years ago. Fucking madness, lads. But again, why am I harping on about all these different things? What does it matter? Who cares? Okay, so my understanding of it is, or the way that I like to look at it is, you can't understand the present without understanding the past. It's like trying to explain to somebody how a skyscraper can go 50 stories high without telling them what kind of a foundation it has. You just, you need to know you need to know the you need to know the unknown bits. You need to know the old bits. You need to know where all this stuff comes from. But getting back to its relevance, okay? In ancient Egypt, you're talking six thousand odd years ago, okay? There was a god called Horus. He was their top dog god. He was the god of the sun. He was the sun god. A lot of these ancient civilizations worshipped the sun. The reason being, think of what you'd have without. Think of what would happen if the sun didn't rise in the morning. You just have perpetual darkness and death and disease and all the rest of it, okay? The world would end if the sun didn't rise in the morning. So it's no surprise that our ancient ancestors worshipped it and were thankful for it. But getting back to Horus, Egyptian sun god, just as it happens, had an adversary called Set. Now maybe, oh sorry, Set was the god of darkness basically, the god of nighttime, who fought Horus, who was the god of day, the sun god. Now maybe... The fact that this Egyptian god's name was Set, maybe that has nothing to do with the sun setting. I doubt it. Language was started back here, lad, probably previously, but until we get a grip of how our language came about, we're going to struggle to understand why we speak the way we speak now. Linguistics is another episode I'm going to have to do, man. Fucking fascinating shit is language. But anyway, I digress. Horus and Set used to fight twice a day. They'd fight in the morning. And Horus would win, which would mean the sun would rise. They'd fight in the evening. Set would win. And then it would be darkness. Okay? Why am I telling you about an Egyptian sun gods? Well, here's a couple of interesting tidbits about Horus that you might be familiar with. Born on the 25th of December. An incredibly specific date, but there you go. Born on the 25th of December. Just so happened to be born to a virgin. Weird. His birth was accompanied by a star in the east. Upon his birth, he was adorned by three kings. At the age 12... 
He was a prodigal teacher. At the age of 30, he was baptised and began his ministry. He had 12 disciples. He travelled around with these 12 disciples performing miracles like healing the sick and walking on water. He was known as the truth, the light, God's anointed son, the good shepherd and the lamb of God. He was betrayed by some dude called Typhon, subsequently crucified, buried for three days and you'll never guess what happened after three days. He fucking resurrected. How mad is that? Okay, oh so I've picked one God from thousands of years ago that happens to have a lot of crossover with a certain uh, Mr. Christ. Well, what about the oldest known religion that we know of, Hinduism, which comes out of the Indus River Valley situation. Why do I struggle so much with that? Hinduism comes out of the Indus River Valley civilization. Jesus wept. The top dog in Hinduism was a dude called Krishna. You'll never guess what I found out about Krishna. Born to a virgin, preceded by a star in the east, performed miracles with his disciples, and when he died, you'll never guess what happened. You betcha he fucking resurrected. But wait, there's more. What about Dionysus from Greece? Now again, Greece isn't a fucking too far of a stone's throw from, from the area that I'm talking about. It's a hop, skip and a jump on a boat from either Mesopotamia or Egypt. But anyway, born on an incredibly specific date. You guessed it, the 25th of December. He was a travelling teacher who performed miracles. A miracle including turning water into wine, believe it or not. That's some fucking trick to play at a wedding. He was known as the King of Kings, God's only begotten son, and when he died, you guessed it, he resurrected himself. Okay, but wait, there's more. What about Mithra? Mithra was the Persian god. Persia was basically where Iran is now. So the Middle East, we're talking Mesopotamia in the first world crescent again here, lads. What day was it he was born on? It was the 24th to the 26th of December. I can't really remember. We'll call it the 25th of the crack. Born on the 25th of December to, you guessed it, a virgin. How many pals did he hang around with, do you think? You guessed it again. He had 12 pals he pallied around with. He performed miracles. He uh, rose people from the dead. Died. Guess what happened three days later? You betcha he resurrected himself. He was known as the truth, the light, and was worshipped. You'll never guess what day of the week they worshipped him on. You get it. Sunday. They worshipped the sun god on a Sunday. Who the fucking thunk it? Why am I talking about all this stuff? I'll tell you why. Because this is where all our religions come from. It's where all our language comes from. It's where all our fucking prejudices come from. It's where all our hopes, fears and dreams come from. You cannot understand either the past, the present or the future without going back as far as you fucking can and figuring out where we came from, how we separated ourselves from animals how we ended up living in fucking towns where broadband came from like all these different things you pair it all back and it all comes back to the same fucking places the same ancient civilizations that we know so 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 little about but not nothing there are certain things that we do know that it's pretty much unforgivable that aren't more widely known Gobekli Tepe being 12,000 years old being one of them and more important than knowing about Gobekli Tepe being 12,000 years old, the wider point there is we've known that for 26 years and it just, for whatever reason, just hasn't sank in. And there's so much there's, that we know, we're, like we're, we, we preoccupy ourselves so much with the latest results on everything. It's like, oh, they found this new thing and oh, they think this thing might be somewhere or whatever all these cutting edge discoveries but we're just ignoring the stuff that we know and have known for decades 
I've gotten a, into a breathing quite a lot, believe it or not. <laughs> so have I, says you. But I've been breathing through my nose now for the last maybe two months, or at least trying to. And there's a guy... Oh, fuck, I'll be back in a split second. Told you I'd be back in a split second. There's a guy called James Nestor. I first was introduced to him on Joe Rogan. So if you just Google um, James Nestor and Joe Rogan, his podcast will pull up will be pulled up but anyway what he's put me onto is the benefits of breathing through your nose or nasal breathing he makes the claim that the reason we have crooked teeth is because we breathe through our nose believe it or not now i'm going to do a whole separate episode on breathing alone i want to talk a little bit about wim hof actually a good few of you i believe are doing the wim hof breathing challenge i say a good few of yous and leaving myself out there because I'm be honest with you, lads, I completely fell off that bandwagon entirely. I did it for two or three days and just kind of forgot about it. The thing I don't like about it is, and this is no, I don't mean to take away from Mr. Hoff. I think he's a fucking legend. I think he's class and I think people should do his breathing exercises. So if you've been doing them or thinking of doing them, I think you should either start or continue to do them. But what I prefer with nasal breathing is I've been breathing through my nose or at least trying to for a couple of months. That's a lifetime thing. The, the Wim Hof breathing, it's great, you should do it, but the odds of it being a lifetime thing are relatively slim. Um, but anyway, I'm getting fucking distracted. Never mind Wim Hof, never mind breathing. The wider point being, there are things that we know, that's what brought me on to breathing. We know all this. Everything that James Nestor says, he didn't have to go out and prove it. He's looking at research that's been done this 10, 20 plus years. The science is in on this. It's not disputed. We should be breathing through our fucking noses and not our mouths for 101 different reasons. But again, it's just another good example of knowledge that we have that we're not fucking using. Everybody's mad for more knowledge and to discover new things and to create newer, better, faster technologies. But we're not utilizing what we fucking have and what we've had for God knows how many fucking decades or centuries or fucking millennia. (sighs) And I'll catch you tomorrow.